Welcome to One Mind Zen. Tonight's talk is given by Unsan Chita. Greetings, great bodhisattvas. I want to start this with a quote from Bodhidharma, first Chan patriarch. Only one person in a million becomes enlightened without a teacher's help. A Soto priest once told me that some who practice the notion of gradual enlightenment reach enlightenment sooner than those of the sudden school. Shnul described the process as sudden enlightenment, gradual cultivation, means once you've gotten a clue, what do you do to keep from backsliding into some unawakened behavior? It requires diligence. It requires continued hard work. Whatever the process might be, it's just that. It's a process. I'm not sure whether I've met a Pratyeka Buddha or not, that one in a million Bodhidharma was talking about, as I'm not sure whether I've met a million people. So that self-awakened one, that Pratyeka Buddha, may still be out there waiting for me to meet. It's not really a numbers issue, nor is it a matter of sudden or gradual, sudden and gradual. It has to do with the great way as a way. At some point, via reason or practice, we start thinking that what we're doing isn't working, that there must be a better way, so we try something new. In my case, it turned out that the way was to be Zen, but that was only after a number of other attempts at other ways that otherwise weren't the way. They didn't work. At first I thought Zen was the greatest thing ever and that everyone should try it and practice it and that all it took to be enlightened was to just sit because that's what I heard. Well, hell, I could do that. I can't say that I went out preaching on street corners or went door to door handing out pamphlets. But if you had an ear, I'd gladly fill it with pithy phrases that sounded like they came right out of the Hallmark greeting card Zen collection section. Some of them may have been actual quotes, but they were from sources whom I couldn't cite, and the context of the quote was something I couldn't place either spouting on about kill the Buddha or some other important sounding nonsense was good enough to show you how Zen I was. But that was just a way to get to be Zen, whatever that is. Since then, for the most part, I've lost the ability to Zen speak. When I do sound inscrutable these days, it's usually in as few words as possible and more often than not in the form of a question. And that's not because the way is beyond words and scriptures, even though that may be the case in the final analysis. 
the Buddha used words and he spoke what turned out to be the scriptures for 40 years. So there's something to be said about words and by them, so to speak. It's just that it's a good idea to have some sort of clue as to what they mean, and if it's a quote by somebody else, that the intended meaning or the teaching behind them be ascertained as best we can before actually using them ostensibly to teach with them. The last thing in the world I want to do is mislead and the next to the last thing is that I don't want to just give away the way like some kindly old grandmother. It is, after all, a, a means to discovering one's own true nature, not for me to tell you what that is. In that regard, I've already said too much right here, but I'll just keep on going because maybe you didn't quite get my point yet. But is your true nature the same as my true nature? Or is it different? I'm not saying. Just as the way is as simple as washing your bowls or hanging up your coat, it's not as simple as hearing that, repeating it, actually doing the dishes once after breakfast sometime, and then acting like you've got it nailed because you heard someone else say, that it is that simple. There's no gold star for doing what you're supposed to be doing all along. Zen Master Sung San's compass of Zen starts at zero degrees and moves on to 360 degrees. At both of those points, mountains are mountains and rivers are rivers, but then he'd ask, whether the mountain of zero degrees and the mountain at 360 degrees are the same or different. Is washing the dishes just washing the dishes? Answer quickly. I won't give away the answer. It's okay to have a different answer now than you do later that you did before. They're not called degrees for nothing. When I set out to learn how to drive, I couldn't drive the Indy 500 when I first got into a car or even after one lesson. In fact, I preferred that my driving instructor not only have the ability to drive themselves, but that they were taught by someone else who knew how to drive and who didn't learn to drive just by reading about it, or even worse, only the first page, and then say, yeah, I got this, and then hit the highway. On top of that, it was a plus when the teacher had some idea of how to teach according to my abilities, not his. No sense in being chauffeured by the Grim Reaper for no reason, or chauffeuring him either. Likewise, there's no sense in leading someone down a path that isn't the way. Both are matters of life and death, albeit possibly one more literal than the other, and maybe not. The teachings of the Buddha Dharma 
aren't supposed to lead to hell. They're supposed to show us how we can be the perfect Buddhas we inherently are, and in turn, to lead others to where they can realize their own Buddhahood. We've already chained ourselves to our anchors. There's no need to add more links to our own anchor chains or to anyone else's. The trick is not to think we've mastered the way when we're still tethered to the anchor, but to use the anchor itself to untether ourselves. There is a way to use the anchor to take the anchor away. And reading a sailing manual is most likely not it, unless you're that one in a million. That was Unsan Chita. Thank you for joining One Mind Zen.